0: You are listening to an exclusive on pod Hub Network. Your city, your podcast.
1: The delight of this crowd. McClendon marches down the dugout, steps with first face. McCutcheon's
0: throw. The runner breaks to the plate. Here's the throw. He is out. The buck goes That ball's in well to left center field. Back toward the track. You are listening to the North Shore 9 Podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, make sure to watch NS9 Live every Thursday on Twitch and help support by becoming a patron. Let's go Bucks! Yo. Good morning, part two. Apologize for the issues there. I I'm going to put on blast. I really, I hate OBS right now. It's, it's really pissing me off. It is really, really pissing me off right now. These issues that we're having that shouldn't be here. But anyways, I digress. Let's move on to our show. Let me know if you guys can hear me. Hi, I'm Anthony DiNardo. Jim, go ahead and speak for the people. Hello, people. <laughs> Hopefully you can hear me on take two of what, uh, what this is this morning. Uh, so pissed, especially after the Jeopardy issues we had. This yeah. is really, really pissing me off right now. So, anyways, now that you all get to hear my frustrations, let's go ahead and pick up where we were. I don't I don't even think, obviously, if they weren't hearing your voice, I don't think the recording was going to hear your voice either. Therefore, we missed our entire breaks talk, talking about you unpacking all your cards, all the uh, everything. So, I guess let's just pick up to kind of where we were about James and Tyone. They heard my yeah. takes, which was questions. And didn't hear any of the answers. So, Jim, as you mentioned, I put out there more or less, you know, would you trade, I guess to sum it up, would you trade Jamison and Tyon right now, knowing he's coming off his second Tommy John? Even if it was guys, say, that like the Pirates picked up in the Rule 5 draft, you know, low-A kind of guys with maybe some upside, you know, not like I like said, mentioned like Pagara's level, but, you know, some flyers or such, would you go ahead and do so? And your answer was for the second time.
1: Um, answer was absolutely not. Um, Jameson Tyone is worth more than that when he's healthy right now is going to be his lowest value of his entire career probably um, and let's not forget you know, in his last full season he was an extremely good pitcher so um, I think the Pirates play here is to wait it out um, see if he can become a productive starting pitcher again Uh, and then at that point, you know, then we can talk trading him, but right now, no team is going to give the pirates what Jamison Tyone is worth. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's, you know, Jamison Tyone is not a guy that you flip for a flyer in single a, who's just like a guy. Right. Um, I think, I think Jamison Tyone is a guy that if, if he can perform to what he was doing when he was healthy, um, you know he's someone that you flip for potentially a top 75 top 50 prospect got gotcha. you
0: yeah like i said i i i can get on board with that um i just find it to be a little bit intriguing depending on what the prospect package could be back again like from the Yankees who apparently were interested because we just don't know if he can pitch. So kind of puts, again, like, Charrington in that situation, because I feel like that's every player that the Pirates really have. We've been talking about, like, do you hold on to them to regain value or do you just get what you can get for them? And now we're adding James and Times to that list, apparently because teams like the Yankees are checking in on him. Um, so let's transition a little bit to Musgrove now, because we didn't really talk about that after the trade. Do you... Or did we? Did we have a Starbucks last Wednesday? Did we talk about Joe Musgrove? We had a and Starbucks trade value? Last Okay, so yeah, I guess we kind of we, talked, we, we did. talked about it. Yeah. All right, so yeah, I mean, I know Joe Musgrove. Apparently, Adam Fraser also in trade talks. We haven't really heard any rumors. Um, you know, potentially, I definitely see them both getting traded. Uh, do, you, do you feel both? I think Musgrove is a definite this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like I agree with you. Um, it's just kind of a, a perfect sequence of events right now. The Pirates aren't good. They're not going to be good while Musgrove is here. He is a good pitcher. Teams want him. I think it's just a matter of time before Musgrove gets traded. He's someone that I would be surprised if he's on the team um, opening day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could happen. I'm not saying like it, we could hold on to him, but I would be surprised.
0: Got you. And I, I fully agree. I think it just makes all that sense in the world. I think he has enough value that you're not saying, let's try to hold on to him to regain. If he regains any more value, I think it's going to be minuscule compared to what he has right now. Whereas if he gets injured, <laughs> it's going to be more detrimental to lose that value. So I'm with you there. Uh, let's transition a little bit to Derek Shelton. So he apparently had some quotes to give out. Um, And this can tie into our little MLB talk as well, because as it stands right now, as Charrington mentioned, they're going into 2021, assuming that there is no DH this year. Uh, I guess MLB pretty much put out there, like, go with that assumption for now. And so Charrington came out and said that right now he's penciled in, all right, in the middle of December, he's penciled in for the 2021 season for the Pittsburgh Pirates, that Cabrian Hayes will be playing third, Brian Reynolds will be playing outfield. Polanco in right. Frazier at second. Stallings a catcher. Those are the positions he's penciled in. Mind you. Didn't mention Josh Bell. Didn't mention Colin Moran. So my first question, really, is why are we penciling anybody on a team that finished dead last in the entire MLB? Who deserves to be given that right? Um, yeah, I guess he's penciling them in. And so I
1: guess the, the, you know, what's nice about pencils is they come with erasers, you know, if you need to use them. Right. So, so I guess, you know, he, this isn't in ink, you know, if it was ink, it's a little little bit different, but pencil, you know, it sounds like it, you know, he's, he's banking on those guys, you know, being there, but I guess anything could happen. Right. Um, I, I, I am fine with Stallings like being told, Hey, based off of what we have in the organization right now, like Jacob Stallings is your catcher.
0: Like it's, it's kind of by default. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, like, I mean, that's the, I, I have no issues there at all. Right. Um, the other ones. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't really think anybody should be handed a job other than that. Uh, even you know, you look at Brian Hayes where, Clearly, he is, um, you know, way ahead of everybody for that third base job. Um, I think, but uh, I think you still don't go ahead and just give the job to him, right? I think you still say, "Hey, we're, you know, everybody's gonna get some at bats in spring training. We're gonna look at everybody in workouts, and then we're gonna we're gonna pick and choose whoever is the best fit, right?" Sure. So I I, I am actually surprised that he went out and said like Hayes is one of the guys in there. Um, I said, Hey, he was, he was great in his limited, limited time last year, but that it was what it was. It was limited time. Um, you know, he, he hasn't, he hasn't had a ton of major league experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so hearing his name is a little surprising. Polanco has just, I mean, Polanco has been terrible for a long time now. <laughs> so uh that's that's interesting um i don't know how you can pencil polanco in somewhere but you don't pencil in bell <laughs> you know I, I don't know we'll we'll see but yeah weird quote i, I it's just kind of i think he was just trying to say something <laughs> to be honest i'm not probably putting. i'm not putting too much stock into this sure um again it's penciled in so like it's subject to changes.
0: But I mean, that is a good way of putting it. Like, not a, it's not a lot there I don't They think. have an eraser. But I, I guess I just kind of found it odd that we're even having that talk right now in December. You know, and yeah, like Cabrian Hayes is mm-hmm. one. Like, he had a fantastic, I'm not taking anything away from what he did. But let's also, I mean, Colin Moran was, you know, if Cabrian if Hayes was the best hitter on the team last year, Colin Moran was the second best hitter. So to just more or less say, well, Colin, you've lost that job now without going into spring or summer camp <laughs> again this upcoming season. Right. Yeah, it just seemed yeah. kind of – And also on top of that too, I guess if there's any positive, that says that I guess they're not planning on him going back to AAA to play some service time game. So I guess you're looking at a like Brian Hayes mm-hmm. day one on the Pirates. So that's kind of cool, I guess, in that sense. Um, but yeah. Like, yeah, because
1: really you, you actually think about it. I didn't even look. What um... – what kind of service time did he accumulate? Because I know it was like prorated last year. Right. So, you know, his his twenty days or whatever it was in the major leagues isn't wasn't really twenty
0: days. All this pressure. Um, Every time we go with this, I'm just like, oh, Ethan's gonna kill me. <laughs> yeah. So I'm Ethan's looking... how
1: like, how do you, how like, how do you not know? I, I know. Right? It's service just, time. It's right just right simple math. It's just it's... simple math. <laughs> 75 days. So he's at 75 days. Yes. Um, yes. So, so yeah, I mean, the, the, cl- clearly the terrible thing to do here would be like, you know what? Let's hold Q Brian Hayes down until mid to late June, mm-hmm. so, you know, to squeak out that extra year out of him. Um, that It's not going to happen, um, but that would be, Gosh, how much of a disaster would that be
0: if they were like, you know what? I mean, they don't have to do it all at once, Jim. (laughs) They can get creative with it. They can hold him down until, you know, May, and he comes up and he has like a week of struggling, like, oh, we gotta go we gotta put you back down. (laughs) Like, what
1: happens if Hayes comes out spring training Uh and actually does struggle? Like, what if we kind of just bring up that example? Spring training, Hayes struggles, Bell and Moran are just dropping bombs.
0: Mm. I mean, that's a That's probably the best scenario for the Pirates. I mean, (laughs) honestly, nothing right now is Mm -hmm. listening to this, you know, and saying, wow, if this happens, you know, even Charrington. You know, I think Charrington would take that because if your issue is Moran and Bell are playing lights out, guess what, Jim? You got trade value. Get Brian back in AAA. Let him get his at-bats. Let these guys get Uh. that trade value back, you know, and ship them (laughs) off and July thirty first and whatnot. I mean, honestly, that's, that's probably the the yeah. perfect scenario for the Pirates. And I then August first, Cabrian's just dominating. Imagine the quotes where it's like, you
1: know what, he just clearly didn't you know, he clearly isn't ready yet for, for Major <laughs> League Baseball. Right. Um, we're gonna give him a little bit more time to, to work on
0: his swing especially oh, God, after the year that like all of Pittsburgh has been pissed yeah. off that like, he wasn't really mm-hmm. out there for rookie of the year. And now in yeah. their minds, right. You're, you're putting the rookie of the year back in triple a. Cause he's not ready. <laughs> yeah. But oh, I, mean, I, really I would, I think would think welcome that yeah. scenario. As no, long as 2023, Cabrian Hayes is dominant. I'm good with that scenario. Okay. Cause well,
1: cause what this, so Cabrian Hayes, as of now is a pirate through 2027. Yes. If 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 he struggles right, <laughs> and he's down in the minors for seventy five days, right? Seventy. Well, actually, no. I guess one hundred. It's, it's going to be. He's got to be down there for about eighty seven days, eighty eight days. Um. So two and a half months, two two and a half three months. Mm-hmm. Then you, you get a whole other year out of them, but I don't see that happening. <laughs> But that would be an interesting situation.
0: Now, I will say this, and this could be our great transition to our next segment. He needs to be down for 75 days, as you mentioned, right? Two and a half months, unless there's another prorated season, which, Ooh. Jim, it sounds like if MLB owners have their way, we're heading right into that once again. So there's an well, Leonardo- article- they yeah. lost
1: so much money last year. They can't even. They probably can't even afford to play to pay player salaries for
0: a full year. I don't think they can afford the lights on their stadiums. That's the problem. No. They they're they... like my they're like my softball league. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's going to be like the Cubs all all day games. Um, actually, could you imagine that LB went to all day games just to save money on the lights? Right, like they start cutting expenses and such and. Everything has to be a day game now. I mean, there's no fans, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, there's the, Everything's a day game. W- what else could we do? I don't know, we'll have to think about that. But, yeah, MLB's coming yeah. out and saying that – well, they're saying a lot. They're saying a lot and very little. They, It's going to be a disaster in 2021. I can see it already. More or less, they've come out and said that, first off, to to quote one anonymous GM – he said, if Biden's talking about a nationwide shutdown, how can we be talking and thinking about spring training? So that's a quote from one of them. And all of them are more or less saying, like, there's no way spring training is going to start in time. There's no way. And collectively, what they're asking is, we're not going to start baseball until the players are all vaccinated. That speaks volumes. Because yes, the vaccines are out we know they're being distributed, but there's a hierarchy. Mm -hmm. Are we really going to not see baseball until all players now, of course have to be forced to be vaccinated and get vaccinated. And that's when we can play. And if that's the case, like they said, or are we going to be starting spring in, in may, potentially June, is this going to be 2020 all over again?
1: I don't know. Honestly. Um, I think the problem that they're gonna maybe run into here is, and I don't know, we'll have to see. Kind of, so baseball actually does have the luxury this time of, you know, before they were like the first, right? Like they, they were there was all this pressure for them to be kind of the first team to mm-hmm. the first league to figure out, hey, how how are we gonna do twenty twenty, right? right. Um, now with 2021, right. so, I mean, we're, we're still in, we're still in clearly a public health crisis. Um, However, um, you know, the ends kind of in sight, you know, hopefully with, you know, with the vaccination starting to roll out, like you said, um, it's going to be interesting because I mean, you, so you have NBA and NHL who are starting up, right. Mm -hmm. So, so they'll kind of get to see, how those work um, kind of before, you know, making any kind of decisions, which um, I think could be a little bit helpful uh, if they can, can, um, you know, learn some lessons from those two leagues. Um, Yeah. I don't know though. I, I I feel like if for, I I mean, they played games last year, they played games last year. Right. Um, They, 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 they found a way to do it. Yeah, there were a few teams that didn't play as many games as others. Um, I would find it hard to take any um reasonable explanation for having a shortened 2021 other than just owners crying poor. Like, don't tell me that this is going to be about player health when we went through 2020, right? Yeah, right. Um, that the 2020 season. Was clearly all about let's just play baseball, um, because we, you know, we we need to have a season. We need to make the money. We need to get some revenues, things like that. Um, I, I I would be I would be hard pressed to believe any other explanation, other than we're poor mm-hmm. as a reason for doing this in 2021.
0: And I really think, you know, so the players side, and they've come out, the MLBPA has mm-hmm. come out and said, well, no, it's it's 162. And I agree with them. They, if mm-hmm. anything they've proved this past season, that they can do it. Like you mentioned, there was no vaccine, you know, is in the midst of the pandemic. We didn't know what was going to go, what was really happening, you know, when it first started. I mean, ML, like spring training was shut down because it's entered, you know. So it was very, very new to to all of us at the time. So MLB, even though they had their faults, you know, I I will still give them credit. I was surprised how well it was handled and it worked out. I expected that MLB was going to be shut down at some point. You know, I think we had like an over and under on that or ingest or whatever. But I mentioned like I would bet on MLB not finishing the season. And they did. And actually pretty well. So if anything, the players, the organizations, you know, all the people involved proved to – everyone the world that they can do this and do this successfully you know there were some breakouts like mm-hmm. you mentioned but they basically got contained um you know after the season it's you know it wasn't mlb's fault players doing what they want and causing stuff in the dominican mm-hmm. <coughs> cardinals again um but <laughs> but i mean like during the season there were protocols in place for the most part all the players abided by them and they were fine if not they got traded to san diego um but you know, I just feel like the, the owners are looking at this and seeing, like you said, it's, it's an excuse. It's a built excuse for them. They're looking at this and saying, yeah, there is an end in sight. We probably will be able to get fans in the stands next year, but probably not until when, Jim. Probably as people are talking, it's going to be around July once, you know, the vaccine's really getting rolled out. Most people have it. It's going to be about, maybe not July, but like around June, June, July is that fans can start really attending the games. And I think the owner's looking at this and saying, well, here's a great excuse to not have baseball until that happens. Why have 60 games where there's no no fans and we can cry that we're not going to get any revenue again? So let's not have those games. Let's start up in July and we're good. We play pay the players less money. Now we start getting the same income as you normally would have. We're fine. That's what I look at this as. And what I find this to be just so obnoxious is the fact that, again, yes, this is the season. After the season... We're negotiating at a CBA. You already did the players dirty. Like there is already a bad taste in their mouth from last season, and you're going to do this to them again, and then try to negotiate a CBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we had one shortened season, potentially now a second shortened season, and now you're just asking for a lockout three years in a row. MLB is going to start playing these games, and you have you know your your commissioner Rob Manfred talking about how we need to get people into the game. And you're just, you're trying to shun them out. Three seasons You're potentially looking at three, not lost in the fact they didn't play, but three losses in the fact that it was just a shit show. Yeah,
1: no, I mean, you're right. Cause I mean, you, you're, you had a shortened season in 2020. This would shorten the season in 2021. And it's just going to further upset the players. Um, you know, because of the, you know, the reneged deal that, you know, in 2020 that, you know, the players kind of dug their heels in and stuck to it. And I think the players ended up with a win, you know, last year. So I don't know if the owners are maybe like, Hey, they got a win. Now we need a win. So, you know, leading up to negotiations, they don't want the players to win everything. I don't know. It's going to get, it's going to get ugly again. Um, If if the owners really want to come out and say, you know what? We can't do 162. We're going to do 120, right? If, if that comes out and, you know, then you're you're taking away, you know, 25% of players pay for the year. They're not going to be very happy about After that. After you've
0: already taken when, away
1: a good portion from the year before. Yeah. And, and I mean, and I know, I know people like really dislike Scott Boris for some reasons, but I mean, Boris's quote on this, from, from I think it was yesterday. Yeah, I mean, yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, He says, you know, we now know we can play the game and we can do it safely. With the vaccine coming, we can play it at an even higher level of safety. It's not a question of whether we can do it. We've already done it. That only unknown has been erased. Right. So, end quote. So, I mean, right there, Scott Boris is like, why are we even talking right now? We've already shown that we can do this. Let's just do it. Um so yeah I think I think any that that's that's going to be the thing here with me is if they shorten the season, it's not going to have anything to do with player safety. It's going to be purely the owners um,
0: not wanting to dish out full salaries I think for another year. I'm with you I'm with you yep. they're they're crying poor and they're they're doing it again uh, absolutely yep. with you. It'll be appeared and looked at as if it's for the players' safeties and such mm-hmm. But deep down, that's not the real reason. It's, it's revenue. It's because there's not going to be fans in the stands again to start the season. So then why start the season? Let's wait until there are. Yeah. If it was about player safety, then there wouldn't have been a 2020 season. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And then just – I know you got a few minutes. We'll, get, we'll wrap up here because of our issues. Yeah. But now with this also they're tying in the fact that, as I was going to bring back up, there potentially is going to be a DH again. That the MLB hasn't settled on that at all. So we were unsure – and we'll be, I guess, in on a memo to say, plan on no DH. So teams are planning on do, no DH as we're in the offseason. And now in the middle of December, it's like, well, we're probably going to have a DH. But we're not sure yet. Come on.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, we're, we're at the point now, like, people are free agents. There have been decisions made on rosters with, you know, about non-tenders and things like that. They, this Like This is something where... It's another just fumbling of the, of the situation, like just make a decision, like one way or the other, who, who cares? Just come out and say, Hey, we're going to have a DH or we're not going to have a DH. Don't they, they keep feeding this stuff as in,
0: you know, we're expecting not to have a DH, but you know, we have, we're not really sure yet. It's going to be like another negotiation tool for them to have a short and see like that's yeah. what, it's it's all been designed. I, oh, man, yeah. I'm not one for all these conspiracy theories, but like <laughs> this is it. They knew what they were going to do all yeah. along, and, yeah. and I'm with you, man. Like I just feel such a again like such such terrible leadership, such terrible leadership. Like how hard is it to just come out and say what what it's going to be? That's it. Make a decision. I am one who I'm a proponent. <laughs> No DH in NL. I like the disparity. I like that. But regardless, I see 2021, the new CBA, there will be a DH. With me who doesn't want to have a DH, I'm like, just put it in there. Just put it in there. Just do it. It's going to happen anyways. Just do it. So just do it. Just do it, MLB. Just put the DH in there. At least give these people who are yeah. trying to run the organizations mm-hmm. an idea of how they're trying to run it. Because you have a team like the Pirates who have Brian Hayes. Mm-hmm. Colin Moran and Josh Bell, who has no idea what they're going to do with them, and Derek Shelton's talking about he's got to be creative to get Bell and Moran out bats. I mean, come on. Uh. No, I mean,
1: absolutely right. It's it's frustrating because I mean, we're we're well into the off season now, and we don't know we don't know what a roster is supposed to look like <laughs> right. for next year, like. Should should the pirates have a DH or and it's different like for a team like the pirates I, I'm not I'm not I don't really care but like imagine if you're a team like the Dodgers or the Braves or the Cubs
0: or the Mets right who are spending money right See, now like yeah like
1: you want to you the want Dodgers to the
0: Braves not so much the good but I'm thinking yeah. of those middle like the, the Mets is a great yeah. example to me like we like want to be wanna, good we're not there yeah. yet. How do we do it? Yeah. You need to know like what you need to be doing. Right. And
1: and if you don't tell us, you know, Hey, you're going to need somebody who's going to be a DH
0: or, or not like that's, I'm sure Dave Dombrowski right now would like to know (laughs) his first week on the job. Yeah. Like (laughs) these people look,
1: how are, how do you expect general managers to put together rosters when they don't even know what that's supposed to look like? Right. Like, imagine if like the NFL came out next year and was like, you know, we're planning on having a quarterback again, but you know, we might just make everybody just
0: run the wildcat. We're not sure <laughs> if we're going to have kickers anymore, and here you are with a bad kicker saying, "Do do, do we go get one now or not?"
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's
1: yeah, it's crazy. I, I. I'm a little bit over just MLB. They've just this, this past I've already like not been a big fan of them. The organization major league baseball for quite some time, but this past year they've just been terrible. Um, You've got just awful quotes from Manfred. There's, there's this now there's, it, it just seems like everything they do. It's like, just, just make it, just make a decision. Right. Who cares? Like just, Just do something, and and
0: they're not. It's frustrating. It is. Well, I know you got to go. We'll wrap up here. We'll end it on this. Rob Manfred is only here through 2024 still, so mm, we still (laughs) have him for quite some time, Jim. Great. All right. We're out of here. We'll be back tomorrow night on NS9 Live. Have a great day, Jim. Have a great day, everyone else. Bye-bye. You too, guys. See ya.